Hi everyone, my name is Ungbi Kwan from the Stein Monogastric Nutrition Laboratory at University of Illinois. Today, I'm glad to share with you some data on effects of dietary leucine and tryptophan in growing pigs. And this is also part of my PhD dissertation work. This is the outline of today's presentation, starting with a brief introduction why we investigate leucine and tryptophan effects, and I will explain about the experimental procedure and results. And then I will wrap up and give you the overall conclusion at the end. Why is leucine important? If you formulate a diet based on corn and soybean meal plus 20% of DDGS, you can make a diet that is almost perfect and all amino acids are exactly at their requirement if you add synthetic amino acid except for leucine. When you look at the leucine concentration here, it stays up 147% of the requirement without any supplementation of synthetic leucine. This is another example of diet formulation. If you want to fully replace soybean meal using 30% HPDDGS, which is the novel corn protein source from ethanol industry containing high protein, you will be over 180% easily for leucine in your diet formulation. Of course, you should put more synthetic amino acid than the first diet formulation, but in this case, much more excess leucine will be in your diet. We all know that leucine is indispensable amino acid for pigs, but if we use this kind of diet formulation, then we should consider excess leucine in the diet because it could generate amino acid imbalance. The reason is if you look at lysine and leucine concentration in several ingredients here, especially for corn, it has almost four times more leucine compared to the lysine concentration. And you may know that the requirement for lysine and leucine is about the same one-to-one -one ratio in all diets. Wheat and barley also have high leucine than lysine concentration, but it is not extreme. Of course, soybean may contain a lot of leucine, but it also contains a lot of lysine in the source. When we look at more recent data, not only corn and corn DDGS, but also sorghum and sorghum DDGS has high leucine concentration. HP corn DDGS, which has high protein concentration, has much more leucine compared to the conventional DDGS. Therefore, like I mentioned earlier, if we use these ingredients in our diet formulation, excess leucine will easily be generated. As you may all know, leucine, along with isoleucine and valine, they are indispensable amino acids for swine, and they are categorized as the branched chain amino acid because of the structural similarity of their side chain. For this reason, these three amino acids can metabolize in the same way by sharing the first two steps of their catabolic pathway. Let's take a look into their metabolism. Like most other amino acids, absorbed branched chain amino acids from small intestine, they are directly going to the liver through hepatic portal vein. In the liver, these three amino acids are being used for protein synthesis or being transferred to other tissues for protein synthesis. Then the surplus of these three amino acids will go to the skeletal muscle and be deaminated by a transamination enzyme, BCAT. This deamination of brain chain amino acid and skeletal muscle is unique because all other amino acids will be deaminated in the liver. 
So this enzyme, BCAT, produces branched-chain alpha-keto acids. KIV, alpha-ketoisovalerate, is from valine. KMV, alpha-keto-beta-methylvalerate, is from isoleucine. And KIC, alpha-ketoisocarpurate, is from leucine. As you can see here, the arrows for both sides, this is reversible. And then these brain-chain alpha-keto acids will go back to the liver for the second step of their metabolism by branched-chain alpha-keto acid dehydrogenase, BCKDH. Again, this is also common enzyme for all three brain-chain amino acids. This step produces three different acyl-CoA from each alpha-keto acid, then these acyl-CoA will be used for glucogenic or ketogenic function. But in the second step of metabolism, KIC, which is the metabolite of leucine, will stimulate this enzyme, BCKDH. That means more and more of isoleucine and valine also metabolized. Even if there was not enough available isoleucine and valine in pigs, Therefore, it is possible that excess leucine can create a deficiency of isoleucine and valine. Research has been conducted to investigate the effects of excess dietary leucine in growing pigs, and it turned out excess leucine reduced average daily gain, average daily feed intake, and gain-to-feed ratio, reduced nitrogen retention, and increased brain-chain amino acid metabolism by stimulatory effects of leucine and because of this stimulatory effect, which can create deficiency of isoleucine and valine, protein synthesis also decreased. Interestingly, excess leucine reduced serotonin concentration in the brain. Based on this serotonin result, we could partly explain why average daily feed intake was decreased. Leucine also goes to the brain like other amino acids. Another amino acid goes to the brain is tryptophan. Tryptophan goes into the brain using the transporter called LAT1 and small part of transported tryptophan will be used to synthesize serotonin. Serotonin is important because it is involved in feed intake regulation. But the problem is all three brain chain amino acids also use the LAT1. So if you overrode leucine into the blood, that means the LAT1 transporter is busy transporting leucine into the brain, and therefore, you will get a reduced tryptophan uptake into the brain, therefore less serotonin being synthesized. Now you have lower serotonin because of that excess leucine. Let's take a look at more about serotonin. Serotonin is called as a happy hormone, even if it is not exactly the hormone. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter that has several regulating functions in the body. The real name of serotonin is 5-hydroxytryptophan, and tryptophan is precursor of serotonin. In the body, more than 90% of serotonin is located in the gut produced by gut enterochromaffin cells. Only 5% of serotonin is secreted from hypothalamus in the brain, and this 5% is involved in sleep, cognition, and appetite regulation. Interaction between leucine and tryptophan is well described by Anna Wessels in 2016. When you look at this graph, there was negative correlation between plasma leucine and hypothalamic tryptophan. 
In addition, there was positive correlation between hypothalamic tryptophan and hypothalamic serotonin from the same study. Therefore, it is possible that adding more tryptophan in the high leucine diet can overcome the negative effects of excess leucine on growth performance by increased serotonin synthesis in the brain. So our hypothesis of this study was tryptophan supplementation to high leucine diets is needed to prevent drop in serotonin concentration in plasma and hypothalamus and to maintain growth performance of growing pigs. Now, let's look at the materials and method. A total of 144 growing pigs with initial body weight of 28 kg was used for this experiment. There were two pigs in each pen, and there was a total of 72 pens equipped with a nipple drinker and a feeder. Each treatment had 8 replicate pens. For experimental diets, we formulated basal diet using less amount of corn and soybean meal and a greater amount of wheat and barley to contain 100% of requirement for SID tryptophan and leucine. The reason we used a lot of wheat and barley for this diet was to avoid naturally generated excess leucine from corn and soybean meal. In order to investigate the effects of increasing level of dietary tryptophan and leucine, we use crystalline L-leucine and L-tryptophan as the source of excess dietary tryptophan and leucine in the diet. We had three different levels of tryptophan up to 28% SID tryptophan to lysine ratio and three different levels of leucine all the way up to 300%. Finally, we formulated nine diets containing nine different ratios of dietary tryptophan and dietary leucine. To maintain constant crude protein level for all diets, we use crystalline glycine. Experimental period was 21 day. Blood samples were collected on day 0, day 11, and day 21. After the bleeding on day 21, pigs were euthanized by electrocution in order to collect the brain samples. Using blood samples, we analyzed plasma urea nitrogen, plasma amino acid profile, plasma serotonin. Using brain sample, we analyzed hypothalamic serotonin. For gross performance data, initial and final body weight were recorded on day 0 and day 21, and the amount of feed consumption was recorded throughout the experimental period. For the statistical analysis, a second-order surface response model was used. The model includes the linear effects of tryptophan and leucine, the quadratic effect of tryptophan and leucine, and interaction between linear and quadratic tryptophan and leucine. We started with the full model, and if a term or an interaction was not significant, the model was reduced by removing the non-significant term. Eventually, we used this model. Here, you can see for all data. Now, let's move on to the results. All the slides of results has similar setup. So, in the light blue, we have 100% SID leucine to lysine, which is the requirement level of leucine. In orange, we have 200% SID leucine to lysine ratio. And in dark brown, we have 300% SID leucine to lysine ratio. So those are the three different levels of leucine. And here in the horizontal axis, we have three different levels of tryptophan from 
18 to 28% of SID tryptophan to lysine ratio. So here you see average daily feed intake data for 21 day of gross performance. As we added more leucine in the diet, there was a pretty dramatic reduction in feed intake. As we added more tryptophan, we saw increase in feed intake, particularly in excess leucine condition. But it was not enough to catch up to what we have here with leucine at the requirement. Excess leucine for sure reduces feed intake of pigs. For average daily gain, there was no surprise. If pigs don't eat, then they don't grow. So we had exactly same trend here for average daily gain. As we increase leucine above the requirement, we see reduction in average daily gain. As we increase tryptophan above the requirement, we saw some improvement in average daily gain, but it was not enough to catch up to what we have here with leucine at the requirement. We also see here that there is no effects adding tryptophan if we had leucine exactly the 100% requirement. But in excess leucine condition, there was clear significant effects of adding tryptophan in the diet. What about serotonin? Similar trends as we saw in the gross performance data. As we added more leucine in the diet, there was a pretty dramatic reduction in serotonin. However, if we added more tryptophan, we could partly ameliorate the leucine effect, but not completely. Here we have plasma amino acid data. We saw clear interaction with tryptophan in the plasma. Of course, we added more tryptophan in the diets. We see more tryptophan in the blood. However, there was an interaction, so increase is greater if we have leucine at the requirement in the diet. And leucine in plasma, no surprise here as well. The more leucine we have in the diet, the more leucine we have in the plasma. But plasma leucine in all cases is reduced by increased tryptophan in diets, indicating that there is an interaction between dietary tryptophan and leucine. And when we look at the isoleucine in the plasma, the more leucine we have in the diet, the less isoleucine we have in the plasma, indicating that excess leucine deaminate some of that isoleucine. Therefore, we get a lower isoleucine concentration in the plasma. That's the same thing for valine. The more leucine we have in the diet, the less valine we have in the plasma because of reduced availability by excess leucine. However, the effects of adding tryptophan was almost zero for valine concentration in the plasma. And we saw one other thing here, which we cannot really explain why it happened. Among all the other indispensable amino acids, except tryptophan and branched chain amino acid, threonine is also impacted by dietary leucine and dietary tryptophan. This is a pretty new finding. Maybe there is some interaction among tryptophan, leucine, and threonine in terms of their metabolism. Now, let's make an overall conclusion. Dietary leucine reduced average daily feed intake and average daily gain, but dietary tryptophan increased average daily feed intake and average daily gain if excess leucine is added in the diet. For serotonin, dietary leucine reduced hypothalamic serotonin, but dietary tryptophan increased hypothalamic serotonin. For plasma amino acid profile, dietary leucine reduced 
isolutes and invading concentrations in plasma and ditrotryptophan changed all three branched amino acid concentration in the plasma. Interestingly, ditrotryptophan increased threonine concentration in plasma, but ditrotryptophan reduced threonine concentration in plasma. I would like to thank the sponsor, Ajinomoto, for the financial support, and I want to acknowledge all the members in Stein Monogastric Lab. If you want to learn more about our research, please visit our website. Thanks for your attention.